Welcome back to the Exposure to Poetry podcast. I'm your host, Elena. If you haven't watched our first episode from last week, quickly jump there where I tell you more about our podcast, what to expect and how to get on our show live. As previously said, our first special guest today is Sonnet Lebet, a Canadian poet who's published her own books and has won the Brown One Wallace Memorial Award for Most Promising Writer Under 35. Hi, Elena. Thanks for having me on your show today. It's such a wonderful feeling to be your first guest. Well, I'm really excited that you're here and I have so many questions to ask. First, your name, Sonnet. This has been roaming around my head the entire time. The word sonnet is also known as a poetic form, which originated in Italy and was brought to England, which later became famous through Shakespeare. So tell us, was it a coincidence or what? (laughs) I get this question asked a lot of times by poets, but this wasn't on purpose. My name's actually a combination of my parents' names, Jason and Janet. Oh, that's actually very cool. Can you give us a brief definition of the word sonnet and an example for our audience to better understand it? Why not, since it's legit my name. A sonnet is a poem of 14 lines that has a rhyming skim, which could be ten, which is usually 10 syllables. It can also be referred as a little song because it contains a verse, which is a characteristic of a song where the song lyric starts to unfold, the story starts to unfold of the lyric. An example will be Sonnet 30, Went to the Sessions of Sweet Silent Thought by William Shakespeare. Talking about William Shakespeare, you even published a book called Sonnets Shakespeare. Tell us more about this book. The Sonnets Shakespeare is a different type of book compared to the other books I published. I actually used a form of poetry called erasure. I surrounded my ideas and words around the original text of Shakespeare's poems. It's not like plagiarism because typically I change the shape of his poems and add my own shape. The big question is, what inspired you to create this book? Recently, I started learning about erasure poetry, which is replacing words from an original text and adding your own. I was actually surprised to see how you can just silence the work of others. It reminded me of my own past. Erasing isn't the only way to silence one's existing voice. It could be done by raising your own voice over theirs. I wanted to use this technique to get my words around from using all 154 Shakespeare sonnets, but at the same time keeping in mind to never silence his voice. Interesting. So you're basically making prosy poems. You'd have to raise to find Shakespeare again. I'm amazed to see how you use your own language in Shakespeare's poems until you erase his voice by subsuming his words into yours and avoiding deleting or silencing his voice in the same time. This is actually very fascinating. Yep, exactly what you said there. I hope people can learn. Silencing someone's voice is never the best option. You have to look into deeper conclusions to find effective solutions. What a powerful message. Thank you once again, Lebby, for being here at our podcast and giving us such important information and a powerful message on poetry. We'll be back after a little break. Bye, physicians. Do you always find yourself in a bad mood? 
Do you feel depressed all the time? If so, you may have curinitis, a disease that affects many across the world. Talk to your physician today for treatments. Before I end today's episode, I'd like to give a shout out to our next guest, who would be one of you guys all the way from England, a young girl trying to achieve her dream of becoming known for her work of poetry. To find out what she does, subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for next week. For more updates, follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Spotify.